Hi and welcome to Agony Uncle with the Jersey Magpie. My name's Campbell Patterson and the idea here is that we're going to take your questions from Ask FM and answer them live on a podcast. My guest today is Angus Johnson. He's gone from being an accountant to becoming a wedding singer and singing at ski resorts in France. Hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. joined by Angus Johnson, who's the guest today. And what we're going to do today is play a game, Angus, right? So what's the game? What we have here in front of me, I've got eight questions asked to me by the brilliant people on my Facebook. Some of them are a bit uh, sketchy, but you know, that's what happens when right. you crowdsource questions. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to try and solve people's problems for a couple of the questions. And then just debate and discuss the rest of them. All right? Love the that sound good to you? Absolutely. Right, the first one. Um, an article that I saw myself today, but I had to look it up again after I got this question. So Universal are doing Harry Potter rides online. So you sit on your couch and you watch a video of a ride at Universal. I'm not into that. <laughs> I don't know about you. What, what do you think? What are your first thoughts? Um... If I am in a laundry basket and my dad is shaking the laundry basket and tilting it from side to side, and also I'm under the age of five, then I love this idea. But for anybody else, not going to work. I mean, your dad doesn't have time for that either, does he? <laughs> and also, I'm not five, and I would not sit in a laundry basket. <laughs> many, many problems with this man. Do you know what? Like, I don't know if I'm a big fan of theme parks anyway, but... It just, it's not doing it for me. You know, when I'm sitting on my couch, I'm watching TV, I'm, I like to switch off. I don't want to have to imagine that I'm going around that corner on the ride or going upside down, you know? It's just not the same, is it? I mean, in Universal, someone who doesn't like theme parks is probably not their target audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I've been to... theme park in your own home. I went to Alton Towers once. Okay. I got sick after having a Burger King at like midday. And then I didn't go on anything for the rest of the four hours I was there. That's a true story, unfortunately. That's a really expensive, like, 60 quid entrance. Do you know what? I went, I went with school. They paid for it, so it was great. Oh, All okay. I spent my money on was the £6 on Burger King. That was a serious regret for the rest of the day. I'm so glad that taxpayer pounds went on you not enjoying a theme park trip. 
Yeah, to be to be fair, it was like a bus there overnight and then a bus back at five PM. So it was never gonna be great, was it? Okay. You are setting yourself up to the hill there, coming from Scotland to Alton Towers on a bus <laughs> and having to leave does by five to get home at like eleven PM. Does anybody actually know where Alton Towers is? I was about to say Blackpool, is it just, but I know is it it's just not kind of keep it Alton Towers? Everybody's like, Oh I'm going to Alton Towers, where's that? Alton Towers. It's so it's so bloody far away. It's, it's just so far, far away from everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so um I'm gonna say neither of us like that idea. It sounds shit. Fuck off Universal. Yeah, Stop yeah. ruining Harry Potter. Okay. I agree. On to the next question. If you were given a million pounds today, how would you spend it? Hmm, that's a good question. Today being one of the most unusual periods probably in our lifetime. Um, not going to lie, I'm going to be super boring and say right now, I wouldn't spend it. Just a little bit of financial advice for everybody. Now, probably not the best time for making capital purchases. Buy oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, 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 don't buy oil. Dropped, dropped a third in, in the last... Uh, yeah, yeah, note to any guys, please don't spend your hard-earned <laughs> cash on oil unless you've got a million pounds you want to waste, okay? Also, if it's, do, we, do we need to make any disclaimers here? Neither of us are chartered financial analysts. Please um, do not accept any of this. I could use a, a fake name for myself, but I've already given your name, so anything that you've said is <laughs> it's yours. Well, my, my name's Campbell Patterson. Um <laughs> If uh, if this advice pays off, then great. And if not, then it's all my fault, Mr. Campbell. <laughs> well, I think if I was given a million pounds today, when when I do spend it, sorry for the shit question. That was unknown listener, maybe listener. They probably won't even fucking listen to this. Let's be honest. Uh, they, they want their two minutes in the spotlight, and then they, they won't even listen to what happens. Yeah, do you know what? If I had a million pounds, I'd spend it. I'd probably buy a couple of flats and rent them. Just so I can retire earlier. <laughs> Not very exciting. I mean, yeah. Spend money to make more money. That is that is the name of the game. That's why the rich only get richer. Um, but yeah, I would I would quite like to just just sit on my cash right now, try and make it last until we know that we're going to get back to normal. The apocalypse is going to last for the next five years. Talking of the apocalypse, one popular thing that's come out that I have had to download myself is the fucking app TikTok, and I hate it so much. Oh, you haven't. I have, I've caved, right, so this, oh. this, but I haven't made any and I don't plan on it. I had an idea today and then I went, I'm too old. <laughs> and I think well, I definitely yes, that's am. Also true. And it's such a shame as well because your your target demographic for this podcast is probably people um, our age, maybe mid to late 20s or slightly older. And all of them will have turned off thirty seconds ago when you said you've now got a TikTok account. So we've now got zero <laughs> listeners. You've just you've just butchered your own podcast. In yeah, I've, I've ruined it. Um, <laughs> but the, the the question anyway um, to get to my point is what's wrong with TikTok? And I've got to say a lot of things. Before I was on the app, I saw some people that were on it. I saw some of the videos, and I don't get it. And now I've got it, and I I still just I can't get behind it. I almost deleted it after I watched two videos. I was like. What the fuck have I done? I mean, for one, I don't like plagiarism, and all they've done is ruined Vine. Yeah, that's true. Do you remember? Do you remember Vine? Vine was the shit back in the day. Um, yeah, they've ripped they've ripped off Vine, uh, which which I'm not okay with. 
And also, it seems to just be 14-year-old girls doing 15-second dances. Yeah, and it's that always the same dance. You always do... Yeah, you always do the dance that somebody else has done before, and then it's like, where are you going to go with this dance? Exactly. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I've seen so dance. many people whip and nene, and now I'm just over it. <laughs> I don't, I don't think anybody's whipped or nene <laughs> since 2015, apart from me last I weekend. I know, but they're all fucking on TikTok. That's, that's absolute sure. That's not absolute certainty. <laughs> 8,000 videos of preteen girls whipping and nae on TikTok. Yeah, if I do it, a 26-year-old doing it just doesn't have the same effect, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> no. I'll have the police <laughs> knocking at my door being like, please don't ever come out. See, once this um, quarantine's done, still don't bother coming out. <laughs> you shouldn't be, out- you you shouldn't be outside. Indoors. You should stay indoors for the rest of your life because <laughs> you, you've made you a TikTok of you dancing. You're 26 years old and you should not be fucking doing that. <laughs> You clearly don't have the judgment to be mingling with members of the public. So, for their safety and yours, just stay indoors for a minute. I, I genuinely have the fear I'd be put in prison if I made a dancing TikTok. Um, I don't know if that says more <laughs> about my dancing <laughs> or my age, but yeah, yeah, it's a mix of both, I reckon. Maybe a little bit more. Right, so the next question. <laughs> um, get your thinking caps on. Or your thinking cap. Or your thinking caps at home, I guess, if you're actually listening to this what's the best way to become a president of a student union fucking bizarre question and i know exactly who it came from i've got this camera you can you can you can sleep easy tonight pal i've got this one in the bag all you need to do is apply to the odds of someone running against you for the job that nobody wants is slim to none so you're just suggesting that you run and that's it yeah I, i and i think you've as long as you, as long as you run, you've, you've probably got it in the bag. <laughs> I would vote for reopen nominations, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I said it every year of university. It's like, oh, there's these five people running. They're all great candidates, and I'm like, nah, nah. We need somebody else. <laughs> I think my my plan oh. would follow along um, recent political success of Donald Trump. And I think I'd run a campaign that just berated everybody else until you eventually win because they all drop out of the race because they're like, this isn't worth it. I don't want to be well, interestingly, I, if I think if I think about like-for-like examples of Trump's campaign with how it could apply to university, that could absolutely work. If, if I rocked up and went, we are going to make Strathclyde great again, the first thing we're going to do is build a wall between here and the West End and we're going to make GU pay for it. <laughs> Everyone would vote for me. That's guaranteed. a fucking expensive wall. But... Well, Trump didn't seem mind with the 2,000 mile wall in Mexico, so I reckon we can build, you know, maybe a six How's... foot wall, 300 meters long around the side of the MX. How do you answer? That fucking cuts me out of the city centre. <laughs> <laughs> you made your choice as soon as you moved past the other side of Charing Cross. You're done. Sorry. Strathclyde students might have a few questions about that. Like, see. Once you've promised them the wall and the wall doesn't come, people are going to be enraged. Um, yeah, that doesn't seem to be a problem for Trump, does it? Not, not really, no. <laughs> no. Eventually, I feel like as long as you just keep saying enough ridiculous stuff, they'll end up forgetting what your campaign promises were. That's very true, and that would be my plan for getting elected as the student president. I'd promise all these yeah. things, and people would be like, you're not doing this, and then I'd be like, "Well, I'm doing this," and then I'd do nothing for the year, and get paid. Yeah. 
well, they yep, get paid they, a very minimum salary that they get. I think it's 16000 or something like that. How much work is required? A lot of work for £16,000. Oh, yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, do you know what? If you want to be student president, don't. How about that? <laughs> we've come to a complete circle and we've not answered your question with, you don't. You don't want to be student president. You get more money working at the Apple store. Okay. Well, I think we've absolutely nailed that one. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Do you know what? If any student president that I have on my Facebook, I think I've got three. Yeah, I've definitely got three. Um, if any of them listen to this, guys, I'm not knocking student democracy. <laughs> Little disclaimer. <laughs> but it is a bit shit, isn't it? Like, come on. It is a bit. It's time to get real I'm, job. I'm... Time to get real job, he says, podcasting from his living room, <laughs> having a beer. <laughs> Yeah, precisely which uh, FTSE 100 company have you been furloughed from? No comment. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Revert to my solicitor for all replies regarding my employment. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I was actually last employed for um, a company doing viewings of flats, and it was a lovely job. Did you, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was, it was, it was decent, it was decent. Uh, here now is not the time to be in the viewing of Fats game, though. No, um, it's, it's really not. I've been unemployed for a couple of weeks. Luckily, I've got uni to tide me over. Um, just been certain writing essays. I, I just um, I apologise because this is a complete tangent from from the questions that we've got to get through. But can we just take two seconds to appreciate the fact that uh, a petition to remove all university fees for the year across the UK is gaining traction. Do you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. Give me my seven grand back, Napier. Probably uh, shouldn't I, name it, them, but give me my seven grand back, <laughs> Napier. <laughs> but absolutely normal, uninterrupted tuition. Well, there's been some some strikes and stuff, but generally expected tuition from September through to February. They've all been given passes because they've had to close the university, and now they've gone. Well, we know that you've passed us for the year, but if you could just also give the nine and a half grand back and let us start the next year, that would be great. Do, you can't have your cake and eat it, mate. Do you know? Do you know what's annoying is that I've got a semester in the summer to do for my masters, and that's going to be disrupted probably until about mid June, where I've got to do a massive project, and I'm still paying for this, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. This, this for me, it boils down to the fact that I know exactly where I sit in this camp. Does anybody go to university for the tuition? Or do we all just go there to get the bit of paper that says we went to university? I did not go to university and spend nine grand a year on tuition fees to get taught anything. I just went to get the bit of paper at the end that sort of showed up. I, I think that's important when you look at an undergrad. But for my master's, it's quite practical. So mm. I, I really wanted the practical skills out of this and I'm missing out on them. So for that, I feel like they owe me something because going into a job in a different field that's not related to my undergrad is going to be quite difficult. True. So maybe you can be the exception to the rule. But all these undergrads who are signing this petition to get their nine and a half grand back, when all they've done for the first six months is wake up at 11am, eat pizza and not go to lectures. <laughs> nah, pal. It's like, mate, you don't go to psychology lectures in first year. So... <laughs> Why should they be giving you a refund for the lecture you wouldn't have attended anyway? <laughs> Not knocking psychology, very good degree. Well, save that for next week. Yeah, okay. <laughs> What's the next right, question? anyway, 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 next question. Um, 
How much gin is too much gin to have on lockdown? I found this question question? quite important, you know, because a lot of people have been like, oh my God, we're on lockdown, we're going to turn into alcoholics. And I'm like, do you know what? I am. (laughs) I'm sitting having a beer now. I had a cocktail earlier. Um, A cocktail? Ooh, fancy lockdown beer. Yeah, I know. It was like rum, lime, peppercorns. It It was fantastic. It was a bit too strong, but... It was good, but that's that's really what you need. I'm having a beer now. Probably going to have another beer after it. Yeah, I feel like this is this is the one opportunity for people to be more relaxed than at any other point in their lives. We all need to appreciate it a little bit and try and enjoy it. So, do you think on the back of this, more people are going to want to work from home? I, I think I honestly think this is going to change the way the workforce works indefinitely. I think so many companies will have been forced to adapt that now they will have proven whether they wanted to or not that it is possible for dozens of the employees that were always told it's integral that you come to the office they will have proven that it is completely possible to work from home with little to no interruption and therefore there's going to be dozens of industries and, and thousands of companies that change their working practices forever. yeah i completely agree with you i think if anything these companies that have been like oh you can't work from home you can't do this you can't do that they're going to have to turn around and be like, do you know what? It would be really interesting to look at the product, the productivity of these companies and see if they're doing better now than they were before because people are more relaxed. You know what? I don't need to go into uni. I might have an online lecture here and there. But I can get up an hour later and I feel like I do more in the day. That, but I guess commuting is a lot of that as well. And that was kind yeah, of well, my, my yeah. choice anyway. But for a lot of people, minus distractions like children or whatever, under these cir- circumstances, you may not get the best working from home opportunity, but you might see how it's possible when your kids go back to school or whatever, and you might want to stick with working from home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think the world will be the same after this, for the better or for the worse, but lots and lots of things are going to change as a result of being forced to stay in our homes for even a few weeks. It's going to revolutionise industry. So back to the question, how much gin is too much gin? <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Off on a tangent. Um, I would say any, in, given the current circumstances, any amount of gin that requires medical attention is too much gin. Otherwise, no limit. I like that answer. Do you know, if you're drinking yeah. a bottle a day, you've got a problem. <laughs> okay. I don't know. If if you can handle a bottle a day and not need to go to hospital, then that is not too much. I, I would not advise drinking a bottle of gin a day to anybody. Your liver is going to feel that after a while, no matter who you are. Yeah, but bear in mind, like this is all going to have blown over in six months. But yeah, I think that's the that's the summary that we all need. As long as you don't need to go to hospital, you can't have too much. So on to the next question. Um, you can set this one out. Somebody had messaged me. Let me find this so I can get the exact wording. Danny Boyle is not that funny. Change my mind. Okay. I assume you meant Frankie Boyle, whoever you are, mystery person, telling me to change Either your mind. Either that or, like, does that, does that make sense? Can I be like, Bob from the corner shop is not that funny, change my mind? I mean, it could be, but Danny Boyle is a Scottish film director who directed Slumdog Millionaire. And honestly, I don't find slums in India and millionaires that funny. Yeah, I don't think Danny Boyle's supposed to be funny. He's not, he's not renowned for being funny. So, if, if, so I'm not going to try and change your mind. Question if you if you were talking about Danny Boyle, then yeah, fair enough. I don't think he's that funny. If you mean Frankie Boyle, 
I think comedy is a very personal thing. And the comedians I like, you don't like. And the comedians my flatmates like, I might not like. So do you know what? If you're into Jack Whitehall, you're into Amy Schumer, you're into Frankie Boyle, you're into Daniel Sloss, whatever you like, you like. Comedy is not made as a kind of blanket that fits everybody. So personal taste. That's what I would I say. Agree. And yeah. end that question. Yeah. No, yeah, just end by saying next time get the fucking name right. Or if you meant Danny Boyle. I agree. Then ask a better question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, this next question's one I've been really, really looking forward to. What are your thoughts on coronavirus? Is it man made? <laughs> Um, uh, no, I don't think it's man-made. My thoughts are that it's pretty bad. It's killing a lot of people, and that's why we're stuck indoors for fucking a few months. If you don't think it's bad, get indoors, read some stats, and then realise it's bad. Oh, no. Did somebody actually ask you this question? Uh, unfortunately, somebody did. I don't know if they're trolling or if they're genuinely one of these people that's been outside meeting with other people, spreading their germs... This is the same person who like went to a house party with twenty four other people, like a week into lockdown. It, I mean, it could be. I I don't know who it is. It's anonymous. All right. So I do not. A disclaimer for everybody again. Not not only am I not a financial analyst, I am not a scientist. I have no scientific qualifications. Um, but scientific qualifications. Facts are facts, <laughs> and as I understand from the facts at the moment, um, before this all kicked off. There were dozens of different coronaviruses kicked about the world. 18, to be precise. You don't hear me either. 18, is that, is that the one? That's why it's called COVID-19, because um, it's the 19th one. Oh, I tell you what, between the two of us, we've got to talk sort of, don't we? <laughs> uh, all right, so 18 known coronaviruses before we talk stuff, and they accounted for approximately one-sixth of illnesses and resultant deaths um, from flu-related symptoms every year, right? So... Yeah. This isn't a new thing that scientists are not familiar with. This is a mutation or something that already existed. It happened to mutate in such a way that it is more lethal and more infective than previous strains. But this isn't some, it's not, it's not magic. It's not, the virus hasn't appeared up out of the ground and just start killing people. It's a known virus, just happens to be more infective and more lethal. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. Um, anybody that's not taking it seriously, I know a couple of people on Facebook who are posting, like, everything's fake news, whatever. Um, I would say just take it more seriously. Look, look at the numbers of people that are dying, and don't don't be like, oh, I'm gonna compare it to this other disease that people die of as well. And it's like, that's not the point. A lot of these people might not have died without coronavirus, or they might have lived exactly. longer. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's not anybody's place to say I want to get on with my normal routine, and these hundred people are gonna die for me. Yeah. It's like, so that's frankly, some, that's some no crazy shit. So selfish. Yeah, yeah, it's just selfish at the end of the day. Um, the, 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 the kind of, it's very kind of contentious as to whether or not we are right behind this. Some people are agreeing that we're on their path, and some people say that's a little crap. But um, whether or not we are, the average number of people to die on any given day in Italy is about 1,600 people um, from old age, from being hit by cars, from falling out of trees, you name it, right? 1,600 people die on average. Coronavirus alone is now killing nearly 1,000 people a day in Italy. So that just, that should hit home. That this is real, it's killing people, and it's killing people that would not die if they didn't have it, and it's killing a lot of them. So 
whether or not we are likely to get as severe as that, the virus is as severe as they are making out um, and everyone needs to do their bit. So if it means that you have to stay indoors and jack yourself off and eat Doritos for a month, then so be it. If it's going to save your granny or your next door neighbour, it's totally selfish. Yeah, stay indoors, listen to my podcasts, look at my website, reread the two articles that I've got up already about 50 times and you'll be sorted. That'll get you through. And also, if you want to advertise on this podcast, do, do get in touch because yeah, you can if, if, do I, uh, are incredibly subtle. If you have a business that's still open right now, um, give me a call. I'm not giving out my number on this though. I know yeah, so many, so many calls. <laughs> I only got like maybe 15 questions. Eight of them we're going to use. Seven of them, those are the people that would relentlessly call me. Absolutely. The weirdos would actually send you questions for this podcast. Some of these questions are good. Some of them are awful. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, there is. We've got we've got a real mixture. Talking of good questions, right? This oh, is go. the proper agony uncle question. This podcast called Agony Uncle, by the way. I don't think I explained that to you at any point before. Oh, I I heard it was called Agony Ants. No, it is an Agony Ant podcast, but it's called Agony Uncle because I'm a man, and I. Are you? Oh yeah, I, I'm gender normative. I think that's what that means. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. I've always thought you were quite a fluid individual myself, but okay. All right. Anyway, um, (laughs) whether you're a fluid individual or not, how do you keep a strong sexual relationship during quarantine when you're without your partner? This is a touchy (laughs) subject for me, so I'll let you start. Well, personally, right, we live in the 21st century, although parts of the 21st century have been shitty for this. So let's say we lived in 2003. And you didn't have any apps. You kind of you had a, a mobile phone, and that's the only way you could get in contact with people to give them a call on their landline or whatever. We still used landlines back then. If you don't know what that is, look it up. <laughs> but it's basically a phone that was tied down in your house that you couldn't take outside, or sometimes you could yeah, take them outside. Yeah. You could get a little one with a wireless receiver, but it wouldn't fucking work outside. I remember actually, <laughs> my German shepherd. He used to steal the phone off the receiver and he used to take it outside when it was raining and he chewed the fuck out of that phone and I used to have to chase him around the garden because he thought it was a really fun game when the phone was ringing to pick it up and <laughs> fuck off with it <laughs> in the manufacturer's defense, if the phone didn't work outside it might not have had anything to do with the phone it was like your dog would take outside yeah it was a fucking German shepherd just chewing on it <laughs> see how disgusting that phone was I honestly, I wish I had a picture of that phone or some kind of record of that, but that was before we could film things on phones, which is a fucking mental idea. <laughs> that was only like, what, 16 years ago, something like that? Anyway. God, you're so old. Yeah, fucking hell. 16 years, that's fucking, that's a lot of years. Anyway, mm. um, anyway. back to keeping a strong sexual relationship going during quarantine, right? I'm in a long-distance relationship. We have so many ways to communicate now, though. We can use Snapchat, Facebook Messenger, we can text. Get creative, guys. You've got video chat. I'm on a voice call with Angus just now to do this podcast from afar, and he's, I don't know, three, four hundred miles away. Social distancing, folks. 
That so could that could be well thing. off. That could be well off. Three, four hundred miles away, five, seven thousand miles away. I don't know. I don't know where the right fuck now. you are. But, but, I don't care. But, but, but. That's the point. You could be in America and we could still be having this conversation. <laughs> it would still work. That's true. Or you could be in Australia. Um, I remember a physics teacher once telling us that a phone call to Australia it takes three months for them to hear what you were saying on this side of the phone. And I was like, you've confused the speed of sound with the speed of light, sir. As if the sound waves were travelling from Scotland to Australia. Fucking idiot. Anyway, my, I think my, my point in this <laughs> that you have so many apps to use, you have so many ways to keep in contact with somebody. Get creative, spice it up, send pictures, send videos. Fucking just FaceTime in the middle you. of the night. Don't use house party because other people can join it if they're your friends. So if your mum's yeah, on house party, yeah. don't fucking do that, right? If you're having a wee sex, just, just keep it on uh, keep it on that Facebook video chat. Don't go on house party. Can't risk it. Any comments from you on this one? Um, well, my other half broke up with me a month ago on account of the fact that she didn't want to do long distance. So I'm not the one to preach about how to make it work when you can't see someone. So sometimes it just doesn't fucking agree. work. So just split up with your other half um, and be done with it. But yeah, I would say... Oh, I missed all that. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you missed all that, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to listen to the podcast now to find out what you said. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, I would say the, there was a woman on the TV five or six days ago, the old one of those health ladies that stands next to Boris and chats to us. Um, and somebody asked her, if I've got a boyfriend or a girlfriend uh, and you're saying we shouldn't mix households, what should I do? And she said, well, you need to test the strength of your relationship. And that some, for some people that will mean testing whether you are able to work long distance for a while and not see them and still maintain those feelings. And for some people that require you to bite the bullet and move in together perhaps faster than you otherwise would have done but you need to live together. You can't be jumping backwards and forwards between households. Um, and I think that's a good message for all. It's a good opportunity to test the strength of your relationship. Um, if you're not in a position to move in with them, then uh, enjoy some time apart and make sure that your feelings for them maintain um, when you're only getting communication via WhatsApp or Instagram or you know whatever works for you. But it's a good opportunity to work on yourself as an individual whilst you know, trying to maintain a relationship as best you can, but you'll you'll find out soon enough whether or not the person's really the one for you, because you'll still want to still want to talk to them in a month's time when we all get to go outside. I think an important point to add here is, um, don't overdo it. Don't talk to them twenty four hours a day because you might get sick of somebody Agreed. and you're not even going to be there. So there's yeah. no point. There's no point doing that. Take your take your breaks. Take some time for yourself. This is a time to reflect maybe you can learn a new skill pick up that guitar that's in the corner of your room that i'm staring at right now that i've not played in months (laughs) Um, i don't know cook something do something indoors buy some rollerblades skate around your flat if it's not big enough fuck it you'll crash into a few things but this is the best opportunity that we are going to have um probably in our lifetimes to work on self-improvement so don't don't pass it up um that said you know, make time for your for your significant other and uh, and work on the relationship. But we are not going to get the opportunity to sit in the house and work on ourselves as individuals. An opportunity like this ever again. We're not going to have a month or however long, um, maybe even three months, depending on how long this goes, to to be at home and and work on ourselves. So learn a language, read a book, pick up an instrument, find um, out things about your family. You know, 
start a podcast that takes random questions from strangers on the internet, like, <laughs> do what you want to do. Just go for it. Do you know what? Strangers on the internet sometimes ask good questions. Sometimes. Sometimes. When this podcast takes off, we're going to have the most amazing questions. The best I'm, questions. I'm hoping people are going to actually listen to this and then send in questions. So if you want to send in a question, um, you can go online. You can ask them anonymously. You don't need an account or anything. So go to ask.fm forward slash Campbell 6344. That's ask.fm forward slash Campbell 6344. You couldn't, you couldn't come up with any suffix better than Campbell 6344. I couldn't fucking choose it, unfortunately. I can't choose my username either, oh. which is Campbell6344. Raging. <laughs> it, it did make me very angry, like unnecessarily angry, because I got to choose my suffix before, when I had an account, when I was young enough to use AskFM. But now... But no more. Fuck it. Right. Yes. One last question to end this. Um, I don't think we have an answer for it. If you've been watching Netflix... There's a new show on. It's called Tiger King. And there's a guy called Joe Exotic. Now, Joe Exotic, he's not your average character. He's a gay man who's in a two-way marriage. A three-way marriage? Three-way marriage. There's three of them in it. Or maybe it's two-way because I don't know if the other two are like each other or anything. Anyway, um, he runs a tiger sanctuary... <laughs> And there's a bunch of other ones across the US. And this shit gets mental. There's some guy who's like, oh, I didn't cut somebody's head off with a circular saw, but I was in jail for it. But that doesn't mean I didn't see somebody else do it. And I'm like, fucking hell, these these guys are fucking crazy. So your homework is to watch this and then answer this question. Was Joe Exotic set up and did Carol... Baskin kill her husband. Now Carol's a fucking mental lady, but so's Joe. So's everybody on this show. So I think you have to watch it yourself and find out. It's a seven-part series. There's never nothing going on because they're all just fucking crazy. So if you can answer me just that from, question, just just from the description, because you you know better than I do. But just from the description, I'll say it's probably true. I mean, probably not staged, and, and she probably did it. Well, Joe Exotic's in prison for this just now. That's the next issue. But people think okay, that Carol that made case. her own husband disappear, or this is what this, this person has led me to think by asking this question. Okay, I think we can... We can this is homework for uh, all our listeners, or your listeners. Yeah, yeah. I, I've only, I've only watched a couple of episodes, uh, <laughs> and, and I have... Don't work through your listeners. Go away, watch a couple of episodes, and then you can come back and discuss it with your next guest next week. Please watch every, every episode of this. I've only seen the first two, and I can't comment. But can't I, comment think, I think Joe Exotic didn't do it. He seems like such a nice guy, although... He did a documentary with Louis Theroux back in 2011, and he was like, if a tiger was mauling you, I'd just shoot you in the head. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't disbelieve that, so <laughs> on yourself, Joe. He, I he mean, we've all got a lot of time on our hands. We can make some time to watch a crazy tiger program on Netflix. Oh, it's seven episodes of pure joy. You'll get to see animals. If you like animals, there's something for you. If you like crazy people, there's something for you. If you like good murder and fucking mental stories, there's also something for you. And if you don't like any of this, fuck it. There's nothing for you. 
It's not your show. Fuck it. Let's find something else. Do you know what? This is taking me back to the question we had about Danny Boyle, potentially Frankie Boyle. I assume Frankie Boyle. Look, it might not be for you. Go and test it out. Go and watch half an episode. And if you're not hooked, well, there's nothing I can do. I might start a but tiger you... sanctuary, though, in my flat. You can buy a tiger for about two grand. Where would you get one? Bear in mind that unessential travel is not allowed right now, and I don't believe buying a tiger is particularly essential. Mate, I don't think people that sell tigers give a fuck about these social distancing rules. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You might have it there. I, if I go to somebody in Florida and I'm like, here's enough money, stock up that boat with a, a tiger that's heavily tranquilized, he, really heavily tranquilized, with enough fuel to get across the Atlantic and come and bring me a tiger. I don't think anybody would stop somebody walking through Glasgow with a tiger. I don't, I don't see any problem with the plan. I really think you should do it. You could be the new Joe Tiger. <laughs> Joe Exotic, not Joe Tiger. Fucking hell. <laughs> Same difference. The new tiger thing, we'll, we'll go for that. Um, yeah, well, I will actually be taking over. <laughs> when I get cancelled yeah. next week, Angus is taking over, guys. <laughs> I was just about to say, Campbell is likely to get mauled by a tiger in the next three to five days, so I'll be back by myself next week with a new guest. <laughs> I'll just post you the kit after I buy my tiger. Thanks for listening to Agony Uncle with myself, Campbell Patterson, and my guest today, Angus Johnson. Hope you enjoyed the show. Again, if you want to write in to us for next time, the web address is ask.fm forward slash Campbell 6344. That's A-S-K dot F-M forward slash C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L 6344. Cheese.